We're live. Yes. Are we on Facebook? Yes. We're on Facebook? Yes. What do we look like? That's what I want to see. My God, we look like ghosts. <laughs> Are you serious? Do we look like ghosts, Monique? Do we look like ghosts? Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. We can't fix that look. Hang We're on. We're live on Podbean. <laughs> everywhere but we will work on that <laughs> okay oh that's what we look like ebo boy okay doesn't matter oh, oh I think this one is we can fix it i think this one is better it's better yes melissa okay okay that's it that's it <laughs> let's not touch anymore is it better my hair oh my god it's so humid here guys okay here we go Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay, welcome, everybody. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. Okay, hang on a second. Where's the book? Where's the book? Where did I put the book? Where did I put the book? Oh, here. Okay, for the guys on Zoom and Facebook, new book today, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. What? When my son saw that yesterday, he says, oh, Mom, that book is so awesome. So you, you have to know, look at this. Okay, you have to know. <laughs> I give books to my children, right? So this one says, for you, my son, set the example on how it is done. Financial freedom, starting by keeping your life simple and full of things that matter. I love you and I am proud of you, mommy. And then I took his book and I'm using it now, okay? So <laughs> <laughs> I come from a home. You know, for those that don't know me, Maria Mariano, I'm from um, it, um, Italian origins. Actually, I'm actually born in Italy. And one thing I want to share with you guys is talking about money is natural in my home. Like, I can remember as far back as I can remember five years old, six years old. Like, my parents around the table talked about money. My uncles came over, my aunts came up, we talked about money. Like, you know, it wasn't hidden back then. Everybody paid cash, right? My dad, my, my dad had a mechanic shop, auto mechanic shop, and people paid cash. The big bag came home. And you understand, Dorothy, we counted the money. There was nothing secret when it came to money. And as I do, dove into this book this morning, again, because we have a tendency of forgetting. So just remember, books can be reread. Like, don't say to yourself, oh, I read the book. No, I've read the book. Of course I read the book. I gave it to my kids. Each one of them their own book. But the fact still remains, you got to reread it, reread it, because every time we hear about something, we only retain 10%, right? Anyways, long story short, I was looking at this and I said, you know, my parents arrived here. They had no university education. My mother didn't even know her alphabets. But you know what? She had a rich mind mindset. So what I wrote down as notes here, the theme of rich dad, poor dad is how to use money as a tool for wealth development. And this is what we're not taught how to do. Okay. It destroys the myth that the rich are born rich. It is not true. And let my family be a beautiful example of that. My family comes from poor beginnings. They immigrated to Canada to change their financial trajectory. They wanted to bring break the chains of poverty and they wanted to be on a land uh, somewhere where um, 
the only obstacle they would have is their lack of work ethic. So as I continue writing this, this morning, why personal, um, why, okay, let me, let me just stick to my notes. Why your personal residence, like, like we, we, we've been taught that your home is an investment. No, what he says here, why your personal residence may not be an asset will be covered. The, the real difference between an asset and a liability and much more will also be covered. Here I go, Monique, you need to lean in for the next five to eight weeks because I think it's going to be five to eight weeks max we'll have done this this book. Be ready to lead in, <laughs> lean in again as we look into Robert's six lessons that he will teach us from Rich Dad and about making money and the mistakes that his poor dad did. Number two, the five obstacles to over, overcome before you can become rich and stay rich because there's obstacles. A lot of us have um, barriers in our minds and we need to, to take care of that. The number three thing he says is that the 10 steps to follow to develop your financial genius um, is going to be there to exactly do that. Number four, we're going to look into actionable to-do steps so you can put to work right away becoming financially free. Who wants to be a multimillionaire? Come on, guys, okay? Who wants to be able to choose and not always say, well, we can't afford this, we can't afford this, you know? I mean, camping, money camping. I mean, who wouldn't want the, 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 the greyhound, you know, bus, you know, that extends on both sides. Come on. When somebody says, no, for me, camping, come on, give me a break that, you know, we fix ourselves desires that meet our wallet at the end of the day. But if the wallet says you can afford the $2.2 million greyhound uh, bus to go camping. Heck, why not? Right? Heck, why not? Anyways, that being said, Rich Dad, Poor Dad contains a total of 10 chapters. So I, I five to eight weeks, that's the mandate we're going to give each other. Okay. To change our trajectory for 2023. Okay. Together, we're going to navigate the remaining of 2022 to start 2023 with the focus of building wealth beyond anything you could imagine. Are you excited guys? Tell me, are you excited? Are you excited? Okay, I want to hear. I want to see it on Zoom. Are you excited? Because everybody else, I can't see. Okay, uh, so the intro, Rob, Robert Kayosoki. Kayosaki. Kayosoki, Kayosoki, the French one. Kayosoki. Okay, uh, he's the <laughs> author of Rich Dad Poor Dad and had two main influential fathers in his life. Poor Dad was Robert's a biological father, a man who was highly intelligent and very well, very well educated. The second, what else he says is his poor dad, which is his biological dad, believed in studying hard and getting good grades and then finding a well-paying job. Anybody recognize themselves in that? <laughs> Dorothy, raise that hand. Thank you. I was expecting you to raise that hand, okay? <laughs> Yet, despite these seemingly positive attributes, poor dad didn't do well financially. It means always working on a budget. When, when he says didn't do well, it's always budgeting, always budgeting. Who would love to live their dream life and not ask themselves whether we can afford it or not? Come on, guys, right? That's where we're going to go. Rich dad was the father of Robert's best friend. He had similar work ethic um, as 
Robert's real dad, but with a twist. Rich dad believed in financial education, learning how money works and understanding how to make money work for you. Even though he was an eighth grade dropout, that reminds me of my parents, right? My dad had only a seventh grade and my mother no education at all. Um, rich dad eventually became a multi-millionaire by putting the power of money to work for him. That's exactly what my parents did. And I always enjoy sharing with you that when my mom passed away, dad gave my sister and I one of the uh, properties. And he said, I'd rather give it to you before I pass away because he didn't need it. And that today is, I got my new tax evaluation, is a $2.8 million value. Can you imagine, Dorothy, from somebody that had no education and that was given to us and my dad is still alive because he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. And that in itself generates over 200 k a year. Can you imagine that? So this book is written from Robert's perspective between his rich dad and his poor dad. So the first six chapters of Rich Dad, Poor Dad will make up about two-thirds of the book discussing the most six, the most valuable lessons, which are six of them. And now here's Marie-Pierre for an exercise to see on which side of the fence you are and really take a decision today how badly you need to lead in and take notes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so thank you, Maria. So yes, and I want to read uh, in the comments uh, on Podbean, Melissa wrote, uh, uh, good, because that's why I went to university, because my mom wanted me to, uh, uh, to do so, so I could get a good job. Exactly. So a lot of people, that's why we went to university, because maybe your parents didn't go. So she just said, you have to go so you can have a better life than me. But when we learn about it, now we can <laughs> understand that there's something else that we need to learn. So yes, to learn how to talk about money and can make an immense difference between being rich or being poor. So like the rich dad in the book says, uh, you have to exercise your brain because it's the most powerful computer in the world. And how you talk and how you ask questions will exercise your brain or let your brain being lazy. So it's not much a difference between uh, from a person who goes to the gym to exercise on a regular basis uh, versus someone who sits on the couch watching television. So pr proper physical exercise will increase your chance for health and proper mental exercise will increase your chance for wealth. I love this quote. <laughs> so just to know, how do you listen to this podcast? How do you read a book? So just like that, that can mean a lot about a lot about yourself and where you are going now. But the great thing is that you can change it. And with the book, we will learn a lot about it. But let's play a game this morning. So I will have 12 um, A or B questions. So you just have to answer in the comments A or B to see what kind of language you use now. So be honest. If you don't want to write it in the comments, it's okay. <laughs> if you are shy to write it, but be honest with yourself how you talk about money and everything. So let's start with the first one, A or B. So A, the rich should pay more taxes. 
or B, taxes reward those who produce. So A or B. Number two, A, study hard so you can find a good company to work for, or B, study hard so you can find a good company to buy. So which one did you use in the past or maybe not? <laughs> Number three, A, I'm not rich because I have children. Or B, I must become rich because I have children. Can everybody figure out which ones I would have answered? Monique? Ah? <laughs> uh? Ah? Uh? Uh, uh. uh. <laughs> I like this ring together. <laughs> <laughs> Bang! Ding! <laughs> She's really soft, Maria. <laughs> okay, number four. A, don't talk wait, about wait, money. Wait. Oh. This went like this. If you were with us when we were at Orlando for the Jubilee, it's really the same thing. <laughs> with Maria, she was not doing the podcast at that time with us, but she was there to disturb the podcast. <laughs> okay, number four. A, don't talk about money over dinner. Or B, talk about money and business over dinner. Number five. A, don't take risks. When it comes to money, play it safe. Or B, learn to manage risk. Number six, A, a house is the biggest asset you own. Or B, a house is a liability. Number seven, A, pay your bills first. Or B, pay your bills last. So if you follow Sylvain Lalonde, that is a great person to follow on Facebook. He always say, pay yourself first. So if you understand this, you can follow Sylvain about that. It's really something that I learned from him. Number eight, A, struggle to save a few dollars or B, create investment. Number nine, A, Uh, teach how to write a strong resume or B, teach how to write a strong business and financial plan. Number 10, A, I'll never be rich or B, I'm a rich man and rich people don't do this. Number 11, A, I can't afford this or B, how can I afford this? So are you using just a statement or a question to make sure to exercise your brain? And number 12, A, I'm not interested in money or money doesn't matter. Or B, money is power. So just for now, maybe you answer for yourself. Maybe you answer in the comments. So which one do you answer most, A or B? So if it's A, I think you already <laughs> guess that it's uh, the poor dad speech and if it's b it's the rich dad speech that you use most but yes we will learn a lot about everything in the next chapter in the next week so make sure to follow this podcast i'm really happy to cover this book i have to tell you i have this book 
two. I have two times this book. I forgot that I asked someone I wanted it. So I have two copies and I never read it yet. So I'm really happy. So you see, the podcast is helping me just to read this book now. It was the time. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, I, I'm looking at this and I say, I have such a privilege to be in a multi-level marketing business. We were doing the mastermind this morning with Jean-Philippe and Sabrina. I said, you know, one thing about our multi-level marketing is that we teach financial We educate our sales force with, with finances. We educate our sales force with time management. We educate our sales force with managing their emotions. Like other than selling a product, there's one thing I really believe in is if, if we build the people, the people will build the business. And it's, and honestly, number one is financial education. Remember when we used to give the courses one, two, three, four, those that, that, that follow our, our multi-level marketing business, they were all about, you've got to spend less than you earn. I mean, this is the basic one, two, threes of financial freedom. And then from there comes the mission of um, the podcast here in my company is clear your debts. That's number one with the highest interest. You start by clearing that off. And because a home is not an asset, right, Marie-Pierre? I mean, we're just in the introduction and I'm so happy that in the introduction, it explains a home is not an asset. You got to clear the mortgage. This mentality is saying, well, a home is an investment. No, guys, no, guys. A home is an expense. I don't care if you have no mortgage. I don't have mortgage since age 25, 1989. This house of mine still costs me $1,200 a month between the utilities, between the insurance, between, and I can go on and on and on. There's no such thing as a home being an asset. It isn't. It isn't. So as we're going to dig deep into the subject, I, I just love it that we finally read it in the books. So when Mohammed, you know, gave, gave his financial class, he always told everybody, clear your mortgages on your home. Okay, stop listening to the bank. The banks are not there for you to make money. The banks are there for them to make money. Oh, my God. So I absolutely love this book. So what I want to leave you off today with, it, with is this, okay? Money is one form of power, but more powerful is financial education. Please, those that have young children, teach financial education. It's a great book to give in little bite size. Like how do you eat an, eat an elephant? one bite at a time, you're, you're a parent, start teaching financial education to your children. This is the book, okay? One little piece at the time. And talk about how much you're earning. Talk about what debt you just cleared. Talk about, you know, where you would like to go by having the extra money to go there, okay? Money will always come and go. Education about money, you build wealth and and the generations to come also. You want to break the generational chains of poverty? Educate yourself with money. You want to break the generational uh, chains that are, are holding you back of living paycheck to paycheck? Educate yourself. You want to break the generational curse of indebtment? 
Teach Yourself Finances. This podcast, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, will assist you, your children, your families to grow wealthier no matter what happens in the world. 41 years in my multi-level marketing business with Mohammed, we've been through so much. You know, those that remember the Gulf War and the depression and the recession and this and this and this. Wealth mentality, no matter what happens out there, we're like a ship. We navigate the storm and financial wealth education never allows the water of that storm to get in your ship. You become solid, you become strong, and you become richer because every time that, like right now, we're going through one right now, and we're still growing, we're still making a lot of money, more than anybody else, while I have another half of my sales force that are sinking, sinking, sinking because they are allowing the water of the storm get in them. And here's Julie Shayid that's going to be building an all-time record of collecting over $75,000 in personal sales. And this month her goal is, and I know she will do it, to cash in $40,000 cash. And yet they're living the same, the same um, economical issues in September. So when I meet with people, and it's always interesting in my group of 100, right, Dorothy, you were there. It was about the economy. It was about people's mindset. Well, if you were in my group of 2080, they would have said the same thing. I love the economy. People need more, like the same wording, but one side sees it like Julie as an opportunity. And they, the other one sees it as the cause to downfall. Who are you? And this is what I hope to accomplish um, during this podcast with Melanie Miller, uh, Marie-Pierre, and myself to bring you that wealth mentality. And by the way, if you want to read another book on the side is The Millionaire Mind. Also is a fabulous, like honestly, they're so simple. You can actually read both back at at the same time because I really believe they complement each other. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and The Millionaire Mind. And don't tell me you've read it already. If you tell me you read it already, then I'm expecting you. You're already earning a million dollars a year. No? Go read it again. Okay? So that's it, guys. We love you. <laughs> Off to the French. <laughs> C'est bon, hein? <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. <laughs>